people. Here's what we have funny. Find, is that we can't talk outside of the podcast. We have to be recording at all times. Yeah, so, so, that we wanna, can... so we have good content. Do you want to read some of our fake Smarty Ghouls? Oh, that'd be um, funny. Did we do that last time? No, I don't think so. Did we? No, I don't think so. Let's talk about our Smart Ghouls. I think we did do that last time. We definitely did the smart ones. Did we do the fake ones? No, I don't have the fake ones, though. I don't either. Ooh, sorry. Some of them were eat a radish every day. Okay, let's explain what a smart goal is first. Welcome so, to the podcast, so everyone. This is so funny. We don't actually know what this stands for. It stands for, like, Hold smart. Hold on. Someone <laughs> on the internet must know. research. Small, measurable, attainable, recreational, tulip. Smart. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Timely. Some of those are just synonyms. So we set some SMART goals. (laughs) (laughs) We set SMART goals, we set real ones, and then we set fake ones because we had a lot of extra time, and that's what we do. Some of our fake ones included... Eat a radish every day. Yep. Don't talk to each other inside of our don't house. Don't talk. Oh, yeah. Don't talk to each other outside the house. Inside, inside, inside the house. Yeah. Once we Once cross we the, the threshold. I think when we said that one in front of the Wexford community, for a split second, they thought it was real. Another one was don't make eye contact with me. Unless you, you remember allow that? it. Unless yeah. I allow it. Yeah. What's another one? Uh, we have to refer to Shane as Lord Rooster. Oh, Lord Rooster but Shane. that's in the company of others. Together, yeah. they can just be Rooster. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The radish one was pretty The funny. radish one was pretty funny. <laughs> that's because. Does that sound like a fun idea? We can talk about that. Anything else to talk We're about? already recording We're Shane. What? We've been recording for like three minutes. <laughs> that's how oh, we said no! one <laughs> I thought, that was Shane. I thought we were prepping, right? <laughs> unfiltered Shane. What? Just me not paying attention? <laughs> no, you were just being unfiltered. Oh, yeah, that's right, guys. That's how I normally talk. Now I'm in Shane. <laughs> Sorry, Lord Rooster mode. <laughs> he's faking. Full on rooster. Don't you just love my chair? No, it, it doesn't do it. It doesn't make a noise. I put a moratorium We've on We've put bands on using paper during the podcast. There it and is. No, oh, stop. Moving stop. your chair. Oh, this is so painful. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, the app is, like, bugging out. As you do. Okay. No, it's um, fine. Today is the 22nd of January. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's the first of the 22nd month, according to my computer. <laughs> the first of the 22nd it's month. It's 22 slash 01 slash Oh, yeah. Okay, so. I've actually pretty much converted to writing the date like that. Yeah, I, I don't know about you guys. I like the European way. I don't, because it makes no sense when you speak it. No, you say the, tw- the 22nd of something. You don't say 22 January. I like saying... Right, but like, yeah. you would say like January 22nd. So it I, also yeah. makes sense exactly. the American way. But mathematically, it's like smallest to largest, right? Mathematically, Day, month, sure. year. Yeah. yeah. Mathematically. Mathematically. But or... linguistically... A disaster. <laughs> a disaster. <laughs> I'm going to you on that. <laughs> this was, by all means, a disaster. <laughs> my, my expectations are ruined and my day is soiled. <laughs> so it's Wednesday. Yeah. And we have a podcast. Yes. And this and is our ninth, topic this time. This is our ninth podcast because the last one we recorded, we decided 
was our eighth and a half mm-hmm. because it was, it was bad. Colloquially known as our worst podcast thus far. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But lucky listener, we're gonna give you this podcast as well. We actually prepared. to soften the blow. <laughs> we're <laughs> yeah. gonna give you two at once. That's right. Because we're Netflix now. We've got a good uh, like what do you call it? Lineup ready, right? We've done our research. We got cool topics. One topic. Yeah. True. We've got variations Shane, on Shane, the what's the funniest thing that happened to you last week? Oh, no. I don't remember. Did, are you referencing something? No. I just um. <laughs> want you to make me laugh. <laughs> Let me think. My dad tr- kept talking to me yesterday the whole time I was trying to order from the chipper. And I, I kept, I like said, like, no, no, dad, I'm, like, I'm good. Wait, wait, wait one second. I'm going to order from the chipper and I'll go sit down and we can keep talking. But I put my headphones down on my shoulder and I hear him just like continue monologuing. Oh, no. It's nice. fine. That's he, was, he, was, he was understandable about it. But yeah. it was funny because the guy at the register was like, who are you talking to? Me or your dad? <laughs> so. It's funnier when you imagine if your dad was like actually there. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of on the phone. And just talking to me the yeah. whole time. Yeah. What's that list on our board over there? I can't even see it. That tiny one? Yeah. It's the Apostles Creed. Oh, why? why is the apo- why is I didn't want to throw it away after we prayed the rosary today in case I need it again. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Let's read. Why do we have a five hundred dollar bill for the laundry? It's not five hundred dollars. <laughs> I can't read. Sorry, it's forty four thousand four. No, four hundred forty four thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars. That's not the bill. That's like our it's number. Thirty. Oh, it's thirty euro. It's thirty euro. <laughs> That's for altar linens. Because it costs uh, that much to, to clean church linens. They have to do, they have to do it I, with only a spritz of holy water at a time. <laughs> so it costs 400,000 euro to clean to, one altar cloth. They have to unweave it and then That's right. mm-hmm. do and it thread it. by thread and That's then right. reweave it. Is it the same altar cloth if you do that? Like if you were to unweave an altar cloth and it's just the threads, is it still the same altar cloth? If you put it back in the way same way it was, mm. but if you mix up even two threads, uh-huh. then it is no longer the same altar cloth. <laughs> it's like if you start slowly repairing your house plank by plank, and you eventually replace all the planks. It's You're still like the an same entirely house. new person every seven years, right? Because all right. of your cells are different. I'm a new person every morning, actually, because I have <laughs> the, the grace of my Lord and Savior. You can't okay. see me, but I'm about to like gouge my eyeballs out. <laughs> Okay, Shane. Yes. So our topic for today is passages of scripture. We're going to tell you about our favorite Bible passages. We're going to just smash all these, you know, stereotypes that Catholics don't read the Bible. Yeah. Or that we read the Bible ones. Or that we're going to pull out random Bible verses that we like. Out of context. Out of context. I've picked the driest, lamest verses possible to prove that they are not lame. Okay. No, it's not true. I actually picked my favorites, but... <laughs> What'd you pick? But are your favorites the driest, lamest ones possible? No, not okay. actually. But... That's your opinion. But I, but but I, your... I would die on that hill, though. Um, okay. That's do you want to hear my first one? That's no. the hill you're going to die on? That's the soapbox I'll die on, as you okay. say. That's what is my the soapbox you wanted to die on recently? Um, is that it's chat? pronounced me wadi, oh. not my wadi. <laughs> <laughs> Flashback to last episode. Yeah. yeah. I'm still not over me wadi. I don't want to hear Shane's first verse quite yet. Oh, because you know what it is? No. What? I just don't want to hear okay, it. Okay, Maddie, you go first. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You can go first. <laughs> this is the bullying Shane has to take from us. It's stupid. <laughs> okay, well, my first one comes from Romans 8. And it's actually, like, I think in my life, I never had a favorite Bible verse for a mm. long time because 
kind of like you said, that stereotype does bear some truth and that growing up, I didn't really, I, I, I had read a lot of the Bible, but I hadn't memorized it. Does that make sense? Like I'd read the majority mm-hmm. of a lot of the books through college and theology studies, but I still didn't think I had like money passages on lock to just like whip out whenever I needed it. But there was one this year that really spoke to me in my personal experience. And anyways, you're Italian. Exactly. And it's a letter to the Romans. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because you went to Rome. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think it's because, one, Paul is just a really great poetic writer in where he lies. Like, I was so used to the Bible in the Old Testament having much more, like, historical narrative passages. I was unused to, like, a poetic passage. But at the end of Romans 8... Paul is talking about the gift of the Spirit, of the Holy Spirit, and how um, it's... Let me see here. I'll just read it for you. What Mm. chapter? Uh, Romans 8, uh, verse 18 onwards. Let's see. I consider that the sufferings of the present time are not worth comparing with the glory about to be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for for the revealing of the children of God. For creation was subjected to futility, not of its own will, but by the will of one who subjected it and hope that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to decay and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Um, and so, skipping onwards, he then says, We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, groan inwardly while we wait for adoption and the redemption of our bodies. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with groans and sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And what stands out to me from this passage is the sense that not only is, like, the whole world, in a way, groaning inutterably for something like redemption, salvation, just the fixing of something that was wronged, but we, too, in our prayer, he talks about when we struggle, um, the Holy Spirit intercedes our groans Mm -hmm. and our just, like, inexpressible longing um, into something cohesive and, mm-hmm. and coherent for God. And, and God can search our, our hearts and still understand it. I think for me, who, having struggled to pray with words, and at least in my personal prayer, this related to me quite deeply because I, I definitely felt that that kind of that groaning, that yearning. But I always thought that was like a weaker form of prayer because I just wasn't doing things right. You know, I didn't know how to put what I felt into words properly and focus. But I don't know, for me, it meant a lot that even St. Paul noticed this and saw that the Holy Spirit helps us despite that. In imperfection. It reminds me of, we showed our sixth class kids a video about confirmation mm-hmm. last week. And we were talking about the Holy Spirit and what graces you receive. And that idea, I think one of the sentences from the video was something like, the Holy Spirit doesn't give you faith, but the Holy Spirit will give you the courage to live out your faith. You mm-hmm. know, it gives you the fortitude to live out your faith. That's the same thing I just... Sure. Or it same. gives you understanding so that you can live out your faith in the way or knowledge or whatever. That's great. Mm. Very confirmation-focused. <laughs> I like it. It Pentecost. is, yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Holy I think Spirit. I just love the word groaning, too, because it's such a human, like, like not icky, but physical word, and they're ascribing mm. it to uh, to the Spirit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something that, like, people who can't speak do. <laughs> I was excited for you to talk about it because I hate the word groan and was hoping that you would redeem, <laughs> redeem it. I told you I'd pick the driest, no, the worst <laughs> passages and redeem them. But no, it's just it's like the word, word groan. It is a weird don't word. Like, like, I it's don't like the icky, sound of it. Right? It is, yeah. I completely agree. It sounds yeah. like groaning. But that's why I like it, though. <laughs> but that's why it's so great. Can you imagine prayer being the same as groaning? It's like, I, I like Sometimes that. Sometimes it is, you know? Right? Yeah. So that's fine. I have a second one, though, which is my fun one. I'll save it till the end, though. 
Okay. No, just no. Wait. I think I should. It'll probably ruin uh, this, this like very gen- no. It'll, it'll ruin this genuine tone. <laughs> so let's. I'll wait till the end to read my my favorite joke passage. Ooh, I also oh, have so a favorite a joke passage. It is a joke passage. What? So I also have a favorite joke passage. <laughs> Good. This is great. None of us took this seriously. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Maddie, what's your verse? I want to hear. Oh, hold on. Pull your book out. I'm allowing oh, paper for this. Careful. This careful. Okay. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> Okay, well, I have my journaling Bible here in front of me, and when I was picking a verse, I was like, I'll pick one that I journaled on, because, um, and one of the ones I journaled on most was from Matthew, chapter 11, Mm. uh, verse 28, and you probably all know it. Uh, Come to me, all you who labor and have been burdened, and I will refresh you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. And you shall find rest for your souls, for my yoke is sweet and my burden is light. Mm. Am I the only one who always imagines cracking an egg on someone's back? Absolutely. Exactly. I think about it almost exclusively. Yes, but a yoke. I know what a yoke is. I know, but I'm going to explain for our (laughs) listeners what a yoke is. Burden light. Yes. A yoke, according to this Google Google dictionary, (laughs) is one, a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the necks of two animals and attached to the plow Mm. or cart that they are to pull, or two, part of a garment that fits over the shoulders into which the main part of the garment is attached. So so what would a light (laughs) yoke be, Maddie? Um, I don't know, but it says tip, similar sounding words. Yoke is sometimes confused with yolk, like (laughs) egg yolk. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So everyone knows that... Yoke sounds like yoke. Anyway, so the thing that, the picture that comes up is sort of like, uh, I don't know, it reminds me of like, you know, two like donkeys or ox, mm-hmm. ox mm-hmm. and like pulling something really heavy. And I don't know, I, it reminds me what I had journaled here. Like I took the burden to mean the cross and I think about the like cross beam that he, that Jesus carried. Mm-hmm. And um, how that kind of resembles what this yoke actually looks like, um, yeah. what a yoke would actually look like. And thinking about him saying that burden, he's talking to us, right, about the burden of love he's going to give us is light and easy. But also, I, t- I take it to mean that his burden in carrying the cross is light and easy because it's mm-hmm. love. And mm-hmm. um, he knows that the burden is going to, you know, save all of humanity. And I also picked it, sorry, I also picked it because um, one of my favorite hymns that we sing, or we haven't sung it yet this year, but one of my favorite hymns that I've sung is called Partners in the Mission. And to make sure that I give proper credit, the text is Peter Fisher has said, um, published by World Library Publications, music is Beams of Love by Peter Fisher has said. Anyway, um, I'm going to play my favorite part of it, which has this verse in it. This is folk choir singing it in, uh, it doesn't say the year, but it's a long time ago. So we weren't using the microphone that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> We're using a different microphone on We're accident. We're using it now. Okay. 
Um, yeah, so in case you could not hear that, the um, final verse of this song, the words are, while on earth this is our calling, learn to bear the beams of love. We are sent to live for others, sent on mission from above. Though we tremble at love's burden, it is easy, it is light. As we seek eternal splendor, may our souls with love burn bright. And I just think that whole verse is so beautiful, and it's based on that Bible verse that I read. And um, I like that it says, learn to bear the beams of love. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have to learn how to take on this this burden of, you know, just like loving people. And um, then that, that my favorite part when they sing, though we tremble at love's burden, it is easy, it is light. And just musically, it's really good because it goes really high when mm -hmm. it goes, it is easy, it is light. And it just, oh, I don't know. It's like this big release when you're singing mm -hmm. it. Um, and then it goes back down to as we seek eternal splendor. But so musically, it's really good. But then... This image of us, I don't know, just silly humans trembling at this mm -hmm. burden that's actually so easy so light, yeah. um, and so light and just like the fact that it describes it as, I don't know, trembling at love's burden. Yeah. Um, and that we're to grow, to be able to take on what is actually like the best thing to take on. Exactly. Right? Um and so, and I also, there are so many songs written about that passage. Um, and so not to stray away from the passage itself, but, um, like come to me, a weary traveler is a really good one. Um, and there's another like Haas one that's, um, come to me, I think. And just, I think that a lot of musicians pick up on that cause it's so comforting. Um, cause it's just like, him cutting Jesus like cutting through all the noise and just being like no like you should do this because it's like going to be so much yeah. easier and lighter than yeah. than what you think it's going to be mm -hmm. um and it's going to give your soul so much peace and it's you know it looks hard but it it's not because it's worth it mm -hmm. yeah anyway. I always had the image of um when I was on net, we would do a, we called it a drama, so like a serious skit. And there was a Jesus character and like another person character. And she had these two backpacks and they were so heavy. And like, we would always act it out so it, it looked like it was weighing you down. Yeah. And then Jesus came over and he gave Jesus the backpacks. Mm -hmm. And he like picked it up like it was nothing. And yeah. that's the image I always have. We're like, oh my gosh, the backpack is so heavy to us, but it's nothing to Jesus. Because yeah. it, it is nothing to him, mm -hmm. and you just have to give him your burdens, give it to him, mm -hmm. and then it's light for you, too. Yeah. And it was always funny, too, because we have to, like, take our backpacks and, like, dump everything out <laughs> so we could do the skin. <laughs> um, Ooh, good ones. I, I also didn't realize, I'm glad you showed me a picture of, of the yoke, because I didn't know mm. that most yokes, it looks like, use two animals. Yeah. Because I, I, I know that in, like, the cartoons I had seen, a lot of the yokes were single animal ones. Yeah, like the Exactly. Was, like, yeah. And so, one, I think that's just a great image that, what, maybe the burden of love is, is necessarily relational, mm. like, it has to be with another being of some sort. And so, like, there, there's yeah. two to play in all burdens of love, but also... Um, I, what did you say? Um, I, at the, at hearing the passage, again, not getting an image of it, I just thought the yoke and the burden were the same thing. But the burden is what they're pulling. It's what they're yeah. carrying with the yoke. So the yoke is attached to something like a cart or a plow, yeah. and that's being pulled. And so I, I find it interesting that, like, 
since you showed me that picture, I feel like I understand the metaphor a lot better yeah. now. Um, yeah, and like thinking about, I don't know, when I was, when I related to the cross, thinking about it like just pulling the yeah. world's sins. Right, right behind, behind it. it. Isn't that crazy? So, That's yeah. lovely. I have four. Um, wait, wait, wait. Wait, what? I'm so sorry. I have another thing that I want to say about it. No, keep before going. Before we... No, just go right now. Because yeah. I found a reflection on it that I really, really liked. Okay, I'm going to describe to you people what is happening right now in front of my face. Shane has this cabinet full of chocolate. <laughs> cabinet. It's, it's essentially right. a cabinet. Uh, chocolate liqueurs. And there's probably 700 of them. Many little bottles. 700. Give or take. What are they shaped and like? They are they're, shaped they're little like, chocolates, but they're shaped they're like... They're chocolate-shaped like wine bottles or like yeah. champagne bottles. And there's just... <laughs> He probably eats one every hour. There's like a no, shot of whiskey in every single one of them. Okay, okay. I, I okay. protest. You eat three or four a day. No, 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 no. I only limit myself to two. And the other thing is, if I have two, I've had, there are days where I've had none or one, but it's also not a shot of whiskey. Like, even okay, the chocolate maybe it's a fourth it. of a shot. It's like a fourth. <laughs> there is alcohol in it, and it's there just, is. he's pulling it out and eating it right now. So. Anyway, no, please don't. Don't do it. Anyway, so this reflection I found on... Um... Damn, you can still hear it. <laughs> okay, reflection. This going back. The that I found on catholic.org. Um, this is St. Um, Jose Maria Escriva wrote in Friends of God. I insist and I would like to engrave this deep in your hearts that freedom and self-surrender are not contradictory. They sustain one another. Freedom can only be given up for love. I cannot conceive any other reason for surrendering it. And I am not just playing with words or phrases. When people give themselves freely at every moment of their self-surrender, freedom renews their love. To be renewed in that way is to be always young, generous, capable of high ideals and great sacrifices. I remember how pleased I was when I was told that the Portuguese term for young people is os novos, the new ones. That is just what they are. I tell you this because, although I have been around a good many years, when I pray at the foot of the altar to God who gives joy to my youth, I feel young, and I know that I will never consider myself old. If I keep true to my God, love will constantly vivify me. My youth will be renewed like that of the eagle. It's because we love freedom that we tie ourselves down. Only pride sees such bonds as heavy chain. True humility, which is taught taught us by the one who is meek and humble of heart, shows that his yoke is easy and his burden light, his yoke is freedom and love and unity. His yoke is the life which he won for us on the cross. And that is, yeah, St. Josemaria Escriva. That's lovely. Yeah. Founder of Opus Dei. Huh? Founder of Opus Dei. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's that cool. Anyway, really nice. I just thought that was a nice reflection to end on, and I wanted to get that in before. No, thank you. Yeah. No, um, thanks for getting us back on topic. <laughs> I these these liqueurs are for the entire office. I want to clarify. It's not it just says for that me. Also every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, people have them. Other people drink them too. Drink them. <laughs> drink Eat them. Them. So you're admitting that they're both it's liquid and solid. Yeah, they are. <laughs> okay. How uh, many of them are in there? It's a plasma. Though? Like sixty. <laughs> There's a lot. I count. There's eight times uh, eight. Sixty-four. Yeah, and I've, I've, like I've, of all of them, I've maybe had twenty <laughs> over the past two weeks. Twenty over the, the past two weeks, weeks. Uh, ten days. So two. I think I've eaten two. 
Okay. Well, Father Bill's had some. Fatty's had some. Frank and Dominique. Well, not Dominique, but Frank has had some. The famous grouse. Yeah. Is the name of one of them. <laughs> anyway. So anyway. I, I just want to clarify they're not an alcoholic. <laughs> they're not. Mean. They're alcoholic. What are you talking about? I'm not an alcoholic. Oh, no. I'm going to take this Jim Beam one. Thank you, Maddie. Take it. Solidarity. It was also a gift from my mom, so. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't buy did. them myself. <laughs> they are you good. did say you were going to buy it, but it was too expensive, right? Uh, I was going to buy a 10-pack, not a 64-pack. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you're ever in the area and you want one, we probably have We probably have extra. So, <laughs> anyways. Do you want to give us your... Yeah, house? let's do this. My favorites include... I'm not going to say this one, but I'm just going to give it an honorable mention. Very on brand for me. Mm-hmm. From the Gospel of Luke, <gasps> chapter one. The famous rose passage? No. Okay, just guessing. The Magnificat. Mm-hmm. Oh, close. My soul proclaims the great li- greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. I just love it. I love Mary. Any song we sing with any of that, I'll probably be crying because I'm dramatic that way. But my two favorite verses, um, one of them is from Hebrews chapter 12, and it's, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. And it goes on and on. Mm -hmm. But I love that image of... The cloud of witnesses. Like, we are surrounded. We are not cloud. in this by, by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I especially uh, important for the early church. Yeah. Yeah. And I think of, like, all the saints and all the angels. And they're cheering us on. And they're helping us. And so we can let go of every weight and sin. And some of the translations say burdens. I guess that goes into yours, Maddie. And run the race that is set before us. Like, it's a race. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to use all your energy at the beginning. Or it's not a sprint. It's a, a race. It's a marathon. Let's run yeah. with perseverance. Let's run the good race. Yeah. 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 Um, nice. And then at the end of, like, a couple of verses later, there's a verse where it's... Um, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And I love that, too. It's very dark. And, like, no, I haven't. Like, <laughs> What's the final challenge? Like, yeah. let's go. Yeah, I suppose. And then my other favorite is um, from the book of James, chapter 4, verse 8. And I think of this one a lot in prayer or when I just need to, like, I don't know, just need to say it to myself. And it's draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And I love that. And it's something I used to quote in my testimony on net and something we used to talk about in prayer ministry too. When we were trying to get young people like who are like, why would God want a relationship with me? Why should I want one with him? You know, I'm so far away and it's so hard. And just the idea of if you take one tiny step towards God, he will draw near to you and he will come all the way to you. He's waiting there for you. So I love that idea. Yeah. That's my favorite. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. The image I have in my head whenever whenever I hear that is the Sistine Chapel creation of Adam mm. for some reason. Mm. The like Ooh, yeah. the fingers, fingers pointing and like reaching out to each other. It's so close. Yeah. I think of always like when I sit in the church in the mornings and I'm kind of the only one and just, I don't know. I just can feel his presence so close to me and I can feel it like in my face if that makes sense and just you just give God like an inch and he'll um, give you a mile like I don't know it's 
It's comforting to me. Joke passages? Joke. I don't have a joke one. <laughs> I have do. a joke song, so. My favorite um, fun passage is from Second Kings. Oh, no. Oh, no. Do Wait, do you have the same, same one? one? Wait. Probably. I saw it on your phone, Shane. Yeah, that's the same one. Oh, no. You can do it. Oh, no. no, it's okay. I'll find another joke You both passage. give them, and I'll tell you which one's funnier. <laughs> okay. It's the same thing. Which, which, which version are you doing? Are you doing the King James version of this? Uh, yeah. Mm, no, I like, <laughs> I like the New International Version. Oh, well, this is the Catholic anglicized one. Oh, know. okay. Well. Up to you. Oh, that one's funny, too. So, yeah, I'll read the... Yeah, I'll read, I'll read the New International Version one. All right, so this is from Second Kings. Uh, the story is called Elijah. Oh, Elisha? Yep. Elisha is jeered. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, baldy, they said. Get out of here, baldy. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. <laughs> the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. That's <laughs> my I love that so much. Get out of your baldy. <laughs> Get out of your baldy. And he's like, like, you wicked kids, I will cast two bears on you. <laughs> and maul 42 of them. I just love that the oh prophet Elisha is canonically bald. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. Okay, I have a different one, actually. Um, I also like this passage, but I had to find the right part of it. Let's see. You go ahead and keep talking while I find the right passage. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the King James Version is a little bit different. It says, And he went up there, up from thence unto Bethel, and as he was going up by the way, there came forth little children out of the city and mocked him, and said unto him, Go up, thou bald head. Go up, thou bald head. <laughs> go up, thou bald head. <laughs> and he turned back and looked on them and cursed them in the name of the Lord. And there came forth two she-bears out of the wood, and tear forty and two children of them. So... What? They were female bears in the King James Version. Specifically, Specifically. she-bears. Alright, I, I, have, I have my passage. <laughs> she-bears. It sounds like a sea bear from Spongebob. No. Alright, ready? Yeah. This comes from Numbers 22, verse 21 to onwards. Balaam's donkey. So, Balaam got up in the morning and saddled his donkey and went with the Moabite officials. But God was very angry when he went, and the angel of the Lord stood in the road to oppose him. Balaam was riding on his donkey, and his two servants were with him. But when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with a drawn sword, it turned off the road and into a field, and then Balaam beat it to get beat, beat it to get it back on the road. <laughs> then the angel of the Lord stood in a narrow path through the vineyards, with walls on both sides. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it pressed close to the wall, crushing Balaam's foot against it. So he beat the donkey again. <laughs> then the angel of the Lord moved on ahead and stood in a narrow place where there was no room to turn. Either to the right or to the left. When the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, it lay down underneath Balaam, and he was angry and beat it with his staff. Then the Lord opened the donkey's mouth, and it said to Balaam, <laughs> What have I done to you to make you beat me these three times? <laughs> Balaam answered the donkey, You have made a fool of me. If only I had a sword in my hand, I would kill you right now. The donkey <laughs> said to Balaam, Am I not your own donkey, which you have always ridden to this day? Have I been in the habit of doing this to you? No. He said, <laughs> and the Lord opened Balaam's eyes and he saw the angel of the Lord standing in the road with his sword drawn. So he bowed low <laughs> and fell face down. 
You know, what I think Steve needs to write a song basically. <laughs> Unbalanced donkey. donkey. But I yeah. love it because there's there's a canonically a talking donkey in the Bible. It's great. It's like Shrek. It's great. <laughs> it's <is> like Shrek. <laughs> the other part I love oh my is God. that I don't know, it was like <laughs> then the Lord opened the mouth of the donkey and the donkey <laughs> spoke and the donkey's like, What did I ever do to you? <laughs> I also love how like like it's almost like the Lord played tricks on Bala because he's like, let me pro- progressively make it harder for this donkey to, to stay on the road, and then Bala's like, what the heck is happening? Because <laughs> he couldn't see him, so he's like beating this donkey. You heard it here, folks. It's a statement against animal cruelty. You heard it here, folks. Kids, uh, God says you need to be a vegan. <laughs> but the Bible Bible writers were the first PETA members. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! Beating your donkeys. Yeah, at least not not without reason. <laughs> or not. He had reason. Oh, did he though? I guess he like a donkey. Reasons. Oh, true. Yeah, not for bad reasons. Well, like <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, but like, <laughs> like you're right. God was like playing tricks on him. There was like a reason for him to have the donkey because <laughs> the donkey like running him into the wall. <laughs> How dare you not not presume that the donkey was merely (laughs) avoiding the angel of the Lord? (laughs) He should have known, is what I'm saying. Uh, I love it too, because apparently the book of Jonah is like satire. Oh, it's very funny. Which is really funny. Betty tells Jonah and the whale, and he's oh, like, I "Today the so reading good. was David and Goliath, and yeah. all I could think of was the Betty Tales version." <laughs> yeah, Junior Asparagus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All I can think of. It's so they're good. not real people; they're vegetables in my mind. Oh, yeah. but the voice actors are real. Did you know in that um, most of the stories, Betty Tales, come from the Old Testament because mm-hmm. the Creator promised his mother that he would never portray Jesus Christ as a vegetable. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I always wondered that myself. I wondered if the creators were Jewish, but then that no. makes so much more sense because they do have the Good Samaritan, I believe. I think that parable yeah. is done. They do some parables, but like, but they don't do Jesus. They don't himself. depict Jesus exactly. ever. Which his is, mother was like probably for the best. Don't. Yeah. No, it's for the best. Yeah, it probably. really is. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna ask it. What vegetable would Jesus be then? I don't want to speculate. He'd have to be the king of the vegetables. Which is that? Potato. Oh, it's mm. a tuber. <laughs> he could be I don't know a leak <laughs> no someone's already a leak yeah that's what I'm thinking too cause like artichoke what is the king of the vegetables artichoke cause they would have like the fun little is I think there artichoke? are artichokes in vegetables there's asparagus there's Archibald he's an artichoke right he's an asparagus maybe yeah well I don't know I don't know but someone I, someone like commented under the like thing I saw about <laughs> never portraying Jesus as a vegetable and someone yeah. like put a picture of like this nativity scene and then it like oh, no. there's this huge like with Jesus baby Jesus as a carrot and there's like a huge fight because apparently <laughs> apparently that like screenshot was from a like nativity play that Laura the carrot and her little brother had put on, and so that was Laura's little brother and not actual Jesus. <laughs> oh, so Laura's brother uh, so someone, Jesus. someone was taking 
VeggieTales out of context. Exactly. Oh, so, exactly. Wow. Yeah, VeggieTales out of context. Did you guys know in like third grade, I was <laughs> Laura the Carrot for Halloween? No. My mom made me a costume. That's I amazing. should find a picture of Christian. Please do. That's hilarious. Super Christian. My family yeah. didn't watch VeggieTales for ages until the, the movie came out. Then we saw Jonah and it was okay. No, I watched all of them, and then one time my mom gave my like VCR VeggieTales <laughs> to my neighbor because she had a little girl, and Aww. she returned them and said, you didn't tell me these were religious. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I just thought they were cute. <laughs> I love the stank on that word, yeah. religious. religious. <laughs> you didn't tell me these were religious. She can't funny. watch these. Yeah. That's so. hilarious. Yeah. I mean, some of them is just funny. Like, so these songs with Larry is just... So, pretty secular but like so good <laughs> it's so funny yeah it's so funny when we're done with this podcast we should look at watch some videos mm. well thank you guys for joining us today you want to end it right now you so know, i can go watch no, oh no I'm, I'm just happy to yeah i I'm take trying my, to think my if there's anything time. funny that the kids said in the past week Oh. Our students? No, I had those drawings you found but those are not our ours. children no they're past <laughs> children <laughs> Um, Perhaps they're not even children kid... anymore. Maybe they're older than us. Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> uh, well, we've, okay, yeah, well, no, so we wait. The, um, explain what we're even talking resolutions. about. They said some funny stuff. Oh, for they that. did. No, first we found these drawings in our desk when we were cleaning it out from past years. From past years, and it's just random drawings that have nothing to do with us. Yeah, some and of them. So honestly, uh, who knows who these kids are? But they're up in our office. Now. Some of them, I think, were related to Lords, but I only kept the um. The, the funniest drawings. One of them is a drawing that's pretty good of two hands folded in prayer. But in case you can't tell, above it in parentheses are the words hands praying. <laughs> <laughs> so I kept it just because it was so funny. But then. I mean, you dinosaur. can tell it's hands praying, but yeah. for all honest, it's not the best drawing. <laughs> it's good for like. A, well, I don't know how old these kids were. I'm guessing Weren't like. Weren't they like. I'm guessing 17? 17? No. That's what Father I, Bill said. Oh, maybe. Well, that, no, those were the Lord's kids. Maybe these were from the school at oh. Kremlin. And so... Okay, so I know class. There's also someone drew a rock concert, so I kept that one. Um, what were the kids' resolutions again? It was um, like... So I was asking if they had any New Year's resolutions, and I was listing mine off. I was like, I'm trying to spend less time online, um, get more sleep, and... Yeah, and very adult. Yeah, what was the one kid? He the... said, I'm not going to have any resolutions. Oh, That's my... my resolution. And you were like, well, looks like you already failed yeah, with that. You already <laughs> broke your own rule. He looked so confused, too. <laughs> he was like, what? We had another kid say that he wanted to practice sleeping better, too. We had a lot of kids say oh. they like to want to do animation or drawing. Yeah, yeah, they did. There was a lot we of them, lots actually. of autistic kids in yeah. class. Another kid we were talking about... <coughs> the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. One of the definitions had the word evangelize in it. So asked I asked them, does anyone know what evangelize means? And no one did. So I was like, does anyone want to guess what evangelize means? And they were saying things like, to be good. To be good. To try to be good. I don't know. And then one kid in the corner goes, it's like when you mm. um spray paint <laughs> something or write graffiti. And I was like, Okay, we in my head I was like, we're getting way off track. Like, they do not know what evangelize means. And so I explained it, and then later Shane was like, he thought you said vandalize, yeah, he not actually evangelize. Said, he actually said vandalize, too. That kid is not one to, to, like, cause trouble. So I was oh, like, he was what is he so, saying? He's being so genuine. He just couldn't read the screen. <laughs> and so. They're cute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was it. We Our mom and dad are gone. 
Oh, yeah, Steve and Michelle are in the U.S. Pray for them if you hear this podcast. They're on a long trip out there. Yeah, it'll be Various gone for cities. like three weeks, three yeah. and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about every day someone has asked me how it is without them. Or like without <laughs> wow. mom and dad. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we could mention some of the stuff we got as Christmas gifts for each other. Okay. Because we didn't end up giving them to each other in the office until the past week because uh, we were all so busy at Christmas Yeah, Christmas time. has been really long for yeah. us. It's been great. For our, our, our boss, Father Bill. Um, oh, yeah. The Catholic, well, what was it? First, we got him a lovely, like, uh, small Catholic artist rendition of John Henry Newman. Yeah. That, that should be coming soon. But two... He broke his phone the other day because he was trying to catch his glasses while okay. walking and texting. There's like a pre-story to this. Yeah. <laughs> a couple weeks ago, he came in, criticized all of us for having cases on our phones, like normal people. Well, because he has Apple Care. He has he Apple Care, so you it. don't need a phone case. And I was like, okay, whatever, don't care. I'm still going to have a case. Because my phone would be so broken if I didn't have a case. Yeah. And then a week later, we got a text that's like... I was on my phone and dropped my glasses, and I caught my glasses, but dropped the phone and Steven's green, and now it's it's cracked. Shattered, yeah. And so I just texted back to our group like, "Hmm, probably should have had a case on it then." <laughs> so what did you get? Him for so Christmas? for Christmas, I got him a phone case. But describe this case. <laughs> it was from a little boutique called the Claire's in the mall. <laughs> And Shopping it was, center. what, like two euro? It was three euro. <laughs> it was sparkly, blue, had gold flecks. I thought he had an iPhone X. Oh, you the wrong size. But yeah, you uh, left. You tried to put it on the phone and it didn't work. But it was it was a good laugh. Yeah, he said he wasn't going to use it anyway, so it doesn't yeah, matter what size it You can donate it to whoever. Uh, that's hilarious. Um, What else? What have we... Steve and Michelle gave us a very genuine gift. Yeah. You know, well, so did Father Bill. He gave us a really generous oh gosh, um, yeah. gift to this uh, this lovely bar that he has some friends at. And honestly, a really nice little hideaway. Maddie and I have been there. Yes, it's nice. Right. I'm excited. We might go there as a community. But you were saying about what Steve else? and Michelle? I'm just trying to think. Oh, they gave us gift certificates to the National Concert mm-hmm. Hall. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Steve dedicated a song to us. That was, was really fun. kind. I would never have expected that. Coming into House of Bridget. You know. It's a little song that goes, I am the bread it of life. Bread. If you eat of this bread, it's bread. Just kidding, it goes, prepare my song. That's it's not. <laughs> it's a little nicer than that. I know. I like to sing it. Go buy it, friends. Yeah. I mean, we spend all our time together, so I'm surprised we just did a podcast of essentially new stuff. So, good job. Good job, us. Good job, us. Let's not talk to each other for a week. We made a list of places we want to go eat now in Dublin. Yeah, we did. We made a list. Email us, please. Email us some suggestions. Yeah, just vote in the poll below if you want us to go to your restaurant. There's no poll, but... Yeah, in in the (laughs) comments below, (laughs) say if you want to sponsor us from your restaurant. Oh, yeah. If you send us food, we'll we'll give you a bump if we like it. (laughs) Yeah, we're looking for sponsors. You know... I mean, all I'm, all what I'm offering you is publicity. Okay, there's nothing more valuable than that, right? Exposure is huge nowadays. So, like, if we're if you're giving us food for free, it's really a gain on your. We side. have a whole 19 followers on Spotify, <laughs> so. which is actually right. really impressive. And I can get my like, parents too. That'll make it 21. <laughs> yeah, but I, it doesn't show us how many are subscribed on Apple. Ah, so 19 plus. So I yeah. follow us. It's a win-win. Do you follow us, man? I follow us. Chain to you. I don't on one of them. I forget which. What the heck, dude? I'm not inflating our numbers for our sponsors. 
I'm definitely okay. gonna inflate my arm numbers. <laughs> I'm gonna make some fake accounts. Saba Rathmine, please sponsor us. Shion, please sponsor us. We want Shion to sponsor us. And What's Saba. the place called? Rathmine? Saba. Saba. Yeah. Okay. We've Saba. never been Haven't there. Haven't been there, but, but we've heard it's Well, if he sponsors, he might go. We're on the cusp of your delivery range, so that's kind of concerning. Why? We're, but we're still in, in the delivery we're in range. It. I don't know. It's, we're literally on the border. We're in the delivery two range. Two times. <laughs> oh, well. Or we could just go there. Or we yeah. could just like... We could like stand walk. next to our house. That's and then my we would thought. Be right, we technically be in the range, so we have if it delivered we... to the church next door. <laughs> if yeah. we walk into Ivy Gardens, we're in the delivery range. Great. <laughs> it's like five feet Here's behind us. Here's a fun fact: I stare at Ivy Gardens every day, enjoy it? and I've not been there. I don't know how to Aww. get in. I should do the other, it's I, the other side. Come with me. I go yeah, there sometimes okay. at lunch. Yeah. You see people walk by all the time. My it's favorite really, thing really is nice. when you're, like, making something in the kitchen and someone walks Aww. by, like, ooh, people live here. They stare you down, though. I, I I've made this point before, but if you think that if you're, like, out for a walk and you're looking in people's <sighs> windows, that if you made eye contact with someone, you'd feel embarrassed and look away. But No. Um, oh. I'm just going to stick it out. Oh, Did Siri someone call <laughs> No, Siri answered for some reason. Uh, but um, anyways, they just stare at you. They don't look away. Should we play our game where we all try to say the same word at the same mm, time? Geez. Okay, yeah. Okay, wait. We get three chances. We get three chances to all say the same word at the same time, and then our podcast is over. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Water. Podcast. Three, two, one. Podcast. Microphone. Three, two, one. Podcast. podcast. Oh, oh shit. wow. Yes. We wow, we're it. so cool. Um, wow. Maddie, please sing our usual um, end of podcast song. Yeah, she made song up a new song. Every... No, no, we do it every week. She always sings it. a podcast, and it's called Talk Free. Talk Free, Talk Free. Please email us at talkfree at gmail.com. Talkfree.gmail.com. Okay, bye.